Now, you don't need to wait for any supernatural manifestations. Some of us are waiting for lightning to strike or for angels to appear, for us to get our calling. You have any idea of how few people in the Bible, in the early church, had an experience like the Apostle Paul? A supernatural experience like Paul? But that didn't stop them. They moved out in ministry because of what they learned from the example of Jesus Christ. He told them to go into all the world and preach the gospel. They left their home they went. They went from house to house. They went from marketplace to marketplace. Jesus said, lay hands on the sick. And they just did it. They didn't need a bolt of lightning from heaven. Oh, God. And now I got a healing ministry. Hallelujah. Jesus said, feed the poor. They didn't need any vision of a soup kitchen. <laughs> and see ladles flying around up in the air in their dreams at night. They told them, oh my God, I gotta go downtown and start a soup kitchen. <laughs> Come on, Jesus said, feed the poor. And they fed the poor. He said, clothe the naked, and they clothed the naked. He said, care for the sick, go take care of those in the prisons. And they ministered, they went into the sick, and they went into the prisons. How many of you would like to get your call tonight? Come on. Look at Brother Solomon. How many of you would like to get your call tonight? Stretch your hands out. Jesus said in Matthew 25, For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me to drink. I was a stranger, and you brought me together with yourselves, and welcomed, and entertained, and lodged me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me with helping and ministering to me. I was in prison, and you came unto me, and you cried, when did we these things? And I, your master, said, inasmuch as ye have 
This is what ministry is all about. This is what the calling of every born-again, full-time ministry is. It's not an optional ministry. You don't have a choice. It's not whether we feel like it. Say this after Brother Swoon. Say it out loud. I know it's not what we expected. But let me tell you something. If Jesus Christ was standing here tonight, and he was telling you what your ministry is, I think this is what he'd be telling you. Put your hand up to the Father and say it after me. God... God has called me, has called me to, meet to meet the desperate needs of humanity. Of that is the ministry of Jesus. unto you, he shall not lose his reward. How many of you think that when Jesus was talking about a cup of cold water, he was talking about ministry? I got an idea that Jesus knew where it was at. Not in the big meeting up on the hillside when he faced the multitude. But when he could single out his disciples and teach them the smallest, 
humblest service that's given and done in his name is the true ministry. When you minister to that friend, Some of you have got so much glory and shout and power in these conferences and schools. I think it's now time for God to take us and position us and help us to realize why he's given all this to us. We're going to reach him with a new era of evangelism, a new mandate, one by one. A cup of cold water to someone in your street. In your apartment. On the job. on the airplane when you leave here. Have you ever prepared a meal for someone who was sick? Try it sometime. You don't even know who's sick. You can go into church and you can be sick and die. And unless you call up and somehow tell somebody that you're almost dead, nobody ever knows it. Our, our foundation of relationship lacks something so strong that most of us go through problems and burdens and heartaches and circumstances alone. God never intended it to be that way. He wants us to be a family. If my finger hurts, he wants your finger to hurt. He don't want you to stand up there and criticize me and say, oh, well, if he had faith, his finger wouldn't hurt. There's got to come a new strength into the body. you to visit the widow. God wants you to be in the home of people who are sick and needed and be ministering a cup of cold water. Making a bed. Preparing a meal. Sitting by the bedside reading the scripture. 
You say, Brother Sula, I never expected to hear you say this. I wish I had the time tonight. I don't. I'd like to take you into a revelation of how ministry is a demonstration of God's love. Why do you think when the anointing of God comes upon Mars and I stand up here and face the desperate, sick needs of the people. Why my heart is wrung out when I touch those with cancer. Or those with drug problems. Because ministry is a demonstration of the love of God which wells up within us that reaches out. You can't be looking for thunderbolts when somebody on your street doesn't have any food in their belly. We're only going to scratch the surface of this here in this conference, but I prophesy to you this army of Jesus Christ, which you belong to, is going to grow with a new revelation and a new anointing and a new understanding, and something is going to happen in our cities because it's not going to be all praise God, hallelujah, glory to God, chasing the devil. We're going to just quietly go, brother, as his disciples into our communities. We're going to take the healing power that's in our hands, and we're going into the homes. We're not looking for the auditoriums, but we're going to go into the homes. We're not looking for the thunderbolts. We're going down the street corner. We're going to find somebody who's hungry, and we're going to buy them some groceries, and we're going to bring them to them in the name of Jesus. We're going to feed the
can't speak in other tongues. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Ask God to forgive you. Go on. It's all right. We need a wholesale repentance. We let the sick in our streets be the subject of the headlines of the paper too long. When we've got the answer in our hands, come on. We've let the homeless wander around too long. When all they need is somebody like you and I to go down there and put our arms around them and show them the way. We've been looking too long to man to do the job that God wants us to do. Listen to this. After he got through saying all of that, listen to this. He considered all these outcasts, all these poor, all these needy, he considered them his brothers. Look at what he says in the first, in the 40th verse of Matthew. 25. Listen to what he says. Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it to me. How many of you want to discover your ministry? Or maybe you want just the shout, huh? Come on, or maybe you just want to get up here and cast out those devils in front of thousands of people. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Take the blind cataracts from our eyes and let us see what you intend for us as your church. 